This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. January 6, 2020, the farewell to the NCAA edition. First up, from a new contributor to the Daily Compliance News, the Brussels Times, who reports that Ecuadorian ex-president, who's now in residence in Belgium, uh, has been charged with corruption. Rafael Correa, former president of Ecuador, is to be tried in absentia in the country, an Ecuadorian judge has ruled. Correa, whose wife is Belgian, stepped down at the end of his third term in 2017, and since that time has been a residence in Belgium. He's accused of financing his 2013 re-election campaign with bribes from companies who were paid back by being handed out lucrative government contracts. Gee, imagine that. Um so uh, it'll be interesting to see if he will be extradited and how Europe will handle this. Next up from The Guardian, it reports that a massive data dump of Cambridge Analytica documents uh, made at the end of the year, uh, over 100,000 documents relating to the work of the company in 68 countries, lays bare the global infrastructure structure of an operation used to manipulate voters on an industrial scale. Uh, They will be released uh, over the next few months. And even Christopher Steele, uh, author of the uh, famous Steele dossier, uh, came out of, uh, not hiding, but um, uh, not making public comments, and said that failure to punish bad actors would be even more uh, negative prospects for manipulation of the U.S. elections. So, of course, um, this was a great friend of uh, President Trump, so it's going to be interesting to see what the legal response to this may be. Next up, from the Financial Times, the saga of Carlos Goshen uh, continues to unfold and uh, how he was helped uh, to escape from Japan, whether the Japanese government was involved, the Lebanese government, and a host of others. But one of the clear uh, failures was the bond that he was required to post and his ability to somehow get $20 million in hard cash to finance his escape. So it's not clear how he liquid he was or wasn't, but he obviously had access to a lot of money or someone paid a lot of money on his behalf. But the question I would like to raise for you is, is now will wealthy and ultra-wealthy individuals have to be uh, placed in jail because they are flight risk by the simple nature of the fact they have the money to uh, run? Clearly, uh, $20 million was not out of Goshen's um, realm of possibility to get a hold of and uh, utilized to escape uh, the justice of Japan. Uh, Lebanon will never extradite him to Japan, so he'll never have to stand trial and face justice for his crimes, if any. Um, 
so it, U.S. prosecutors have been very adamant about asking for uh, no bail for wealthy individuals. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how this might play out going forward. And finally, uh, our lead uh, story is about our good friend, the NCAA, perhaps the uh, one of the most corrupt of all the sports uh, organizations there is. And um, But now they are in the crosshairs of Congress. Both Republicans and Democrats uh, have introduced legislation to overturn many of the worst abuses by the NCAA and certainly give athletes the rights to their own likenesses and names and to be able to uh, make money off of those rather than having colleges simply just use them up uh, for four years. The NCAA, recognizing the tide has turned, uh, says that regulation is appropriate so they don't have to face uh, scrutiny by 50 different states, but uh, it's not going to be uh, the NCAA as uh, it currently exists if Congress has their way. In spite of the dysfunction in Washington, they seem to be able to agree that a change in the NCAA is required today. Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio.